Welcome to Tax Wrap, the podcast of Tax and Super Australia. Each fortnight, we present news and insights to tax and SMSF practitioners. If you've got any questions, comments or even suggestions, get in touch at podcast at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au. So the federal government came up with a, an economic response to the coronavirus um, uh, pandemic that we're experiencing. They came up with that, uh, I think it was in March 12, 2020. Um, there were some, a package of, of, of uh, measures that are going to help, or at least try to prevent the economy from falling over. Um, I had a quick read of the paper, but then I thought, well, the guy who's going to know more about this is uh, our Ken Mansell in Canberra. So I gave him a quick call and here's what he had to say. Hi, Ken. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Not a problem. Um, now, our Tax Wrap podcast listeners would be interested in the uh, $17.6 billion coronavirus package that was announced uh, late last week. What can you tell me about it? What, what do you know? Well, there's, there's, there's good news and there's bad news and there's in-between news, like always. All right. Yeah. The first time you read it, you think it's the best thing ever, but then you hear about some of the consequences and you are... Uh, start to wonder if it'll achieve what it's supposed what to. What it's meant to. You're right. Yeah, I what, think the, the highlight for everyone yep. is the, I like this, the small business instant asset write-off. Oh, that was a big jump. Yeah. Businesses that are up to $500 million aggregate annual turnover. Oh, I've read that. So that's the threshold, is it, to, to get the uh, write-off? Yeah. Remember when it used to be 10 mil and then that's right. 50 mil? Well, now it's for the next... Uh, for the next few months, until 30 June 2000, uh, 1 July 2020, 30 June 2020. Yep. The, if you go and if you're less than 500 million dollars aggregate turnover, right. if you go buy an asset under a certain threshold, you get to claim the instant asset write-off. You get to deduct it straight away. Right, right. So, what, so what's what's the increase? It's gone from 30,000 to 150,000, I think. Yeah, that's that's the second crazy bit. That now it's up to 150,000. Yeah. So for, for people listening, their clients go and buy anything under 150 grand. They go and buy like an industrial sized tractor for right. their farm or something, and it's 149,000 dollars. Their turnover is going to be under 500 mil. No, oh, yeah. To claim the deduction. Straight away. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's when your eyes light up when you hear 150,000, but then the threshold of 500 million aggregated turnover might cut some people out. I don't think so. I reckon if people are people below that, sorry, if I've been saying above. Oh, sorry, below. below. That's, yeah, that's Almost true. Almost everyone's going to be able now for the next three months, as long as they're a business, yep. uh, they will be able to deduct almost every asset they purchase between today and... 30 June, yep. uh, immediately. So there'll yeah. be very few depreciation schedules you'll be putting together for assets bought yep. in the next few months. And that's really a you know, year-end tax planning thing. Well, it is. If you're looking at buying an asset, you yeah. get to write it off straight away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, tell me, I, I, I don't know whether I've got the wrong end of the stick, but would it be true to say that perhaps one of the world's largest manufacturers of these kind of capital assets would be China? Yeah, it could be. That's, that's... But the, the interesting thing is... It's, Used or installed, ready to ready for use. Right. So you, you don't you got to do more than just pay for it. Oh, of course. You have to have it used or installed, ready for use. So if you go and get you go and sign a deal for a hundred and forty nine thousand dollar tractor from China. Yep. You need to get it on your site. You know, and ready to use. Thirty June and there ain't much of that happening. So, no, no, God. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. 
another thing to... to scary, there, yeah. there is one scary part about this. What? What's We've that? We've now had the, that, that you know, instant asset write-off for a while now yep. um, of various sizes and various thresholds. And every budget, every single year, the government says, we're going to extend it another year. Right. Before this announcement, I would have said to you that 30,000 instant asset write-off will get extended in the May budget. Right. But in the documents they put out, they say... And it's true, mm. the instant asset write-off is due to revert to $1,000 <laughs> for small businesses less than $10 million yep. from 1 July 2020. And I'm going, oh, look, they've got to say that because that's the actual law. Right. But in the budget, my guess would have been that they are going to um, extend it for another year like they keep doing. Yeah, yeah. But then you read the next announcement that they've got, and I think this next announcement, which is for the 2021 year is, well, it suggests that we are going to go back to a $1,000 instant asset write-off for small businesses. Does it? Well, it suggests that we are in the, do- in the document. Yeah. Really? The next announcement says that if you buy anything between now mm-hmm. and 30 June 2021, so instead of three months, it's now 15 months. Right, yep. You buy any depreciable asset and your turnover is less than $500 million, yep. you get an immediate 50% deduction. Kind of like the old investment allowance where you could claim 20% straight up, oh, yeah. but it's an immediate 50% deduction, which means next year, if I'm, a, if I'm a small business this year and I buy almost any asset, yep. I'm going to be able to write it off instantaneously. Next year, if I buy that same tractor, I'm going to get to write off half of it in the first in year and then depreciate it normally the for the rest of the period. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's two big grabs of uh, depreciation, isn't it? I mean, instantly and then uh, half next financial yeah. year. My concern is what happens the year after, Bart, well, where both these two things disappear. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but the 2021-22 year, yeah, it looks yeah. as though we'll be back to, if it's greater than 1000 bucks, it goes into your small business pool, depreciation, however you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one here, this one here is really interesting because the way it works, just to be clear on the fifty percent one. Yep. If on the first of July, twenty twenty, first of July, twenty twenty, I bought a hundred thousand dollar asset. Right. The first thing I do is I claim fifty percent instantaneously. That's fifty thousand dollars. Right. And then, if it had a five year effective life, I claim my normal one fifth. $10,000 of what's left. So I actually get a $60,000 deduction in the first year, yep. which is the 50% plus the first year's depreciation calculated as normal. Right, yeah. yep. So yeah. It, it, this year, if you, if you don't get the asset installed ready for use by 30 June, yep. you lose half of the instant deduction. If you get it done by 30 June, you get a full immediate write-off. Yep. Next year, you only get a 50% write-off. And if it takes you till 1 July 2021 to get it installed, you get no immediate write-off at all if it's greater than $1,000. Mm, well, a bit of an incentive to get cracking, but still. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, can, in the package, there's also some um, uh, cash flow uh, in, initiatives. Yeah. How does that work? Um, this, this, a lot of people have thought this is really good until they've spent some time thinking about it. Yeah, I think it is good, but there seems to be... As a good tax lawyer, there seems to be a really big hole you can drive a truck through in this. We'll go through it first, then we'll talk about the hole that they've got. Okay. So if, if you're an employer and your prior year aggregated annual turnover, so last year's, is less than $50 million, you fall into this. 
So they're going to look at your last year's turnover to make a decision as to whether they should give you this cash flow or not. Right. But it's all about last year. So you can't do anything about that. Then you're going to lodge a BAS. And there's, um, there's a few different BASs you might lodge. If you're a quarterly, you're either going to lodge the 28 April BAS or the uh, 28 July BAS. Yep. Or if you're a monthly, it's the 21 April BAS, 21 May BAS. 21 June BAS, 21 July BAS. So it's either the next two quarterly BASs or the next four monthly BASs. Yes, yeah. When you lodge those, because you're an employer, you're going to have PAYG withholding in there. Now, it might be zero, but you'll have a label there for PAYG withholding. Yes, yeah. And the government says that it is going to give you a credit of, refund you the cash of, effectively make sure you don't have to pay, um, 50% of that withholding up to $25,000. Right. So, that, that, so if I was employing you and I was withholding monthly, you know, $15,000 out of your salary, quarterly $15,000 out of your salary. Out of your, yeah, you When employees. I my first BAS, I'll put $15,000 down on that yep. and I'll go, okay, cool, you're an employer, less than 50 mil last year. We're going to give you, Ken, as an employer, $7,500. And when I watch the second one, Yep. I'll go, yeah, we'll give you another $7,500. Each one of those, they're making sure that the total doesn't get to $25,000. Oh, the total, okay, yep. If I was withholding 30 grand a quarter from your salary, I'd get 15 grand back on the first BAS. Yep. But on the second BAS, because I've already used up 15 of the 25, I'd only get 10 back on the second BAS. So the maximum you can get is $25,000. Yeah, yep, all up. and the minimum you can get is $2,000. Well, even well, if you don't withhold anything, but yeah. you're registered to POIG and you have employees, i.e. you've got a whole series of employees that don't earn above the POIG threshold, yeah. you still get $2,000. I was wondering about that. So you just get that if you have a POIG thing on the books. It's you get 2000 you've got to be an employer. I don't know how they're going to work this one out when the legislation is introduced next week. Right, yeah. But I, again, I'm... I'm this morning, I was doing my very difficult job as the treasurer of the local primary school canteen. Oh, we yeah. have one employee that I withhold, I think it's about $12 a week from her three-day <laughs> a couple of hours. Okay, yeah. So I will lodge a BAS with, what, 12 times, with about $200 worth of PAYG to send off to the ATO right. once a quarter. Yep. And the ATO will send me back $2,000. Uh, for the canteen, which of course we will appreciate. Well, you're nice. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's true. That's how it will work. They'll really give anyone $2,000 if they've got the parameters there. It does Amazing. appear, POYG registered, if you've got that label on the box, yeah. you're going to get $2,000. Oh, yeah. well, you know, that's that's okay. That's helpful. But still, I don't know how long term that can be. Now, that goes until um, the 30th of June as well, 2020? Well, effectively, yeah. It, it's only either this. Baz that you're about to do in a few weeks' time. Yeah, and the next oh, mentioned... baz if you're quarterly, yep. or it's four if you're monthly. Okay. And this is the real. This is the real drive the truck through the whole stuff. Yeah. I I am generally a independent contractor. Right. So I generally contract for people in my own name. Uh, I've thought about putting an entity in there, but the PSI rules make that not worth oh, it. Oh, okay. Do, yes, but. If instead, on the 1st of April, I, instead of contracting as Ken Mansell, I now 
contracted through the company. I already have in existence Ken and Dickey Investments, which is an investment vehicle my family uses. Right. Um, so now contract through that, and I'm an employee of Ken and Dickey Investments. Oh, and Ken and Dickey Investments decides to pay me for that month, for that quarter, say $150,000. Yeah. And the PAYG on that would happen to be about $50,000. And we would lodge the BAS on the 28th of July saying, yes, we withheld $50,000 from Ken Mansell's salary, Ken and Vicky Investments. Yep. Which would then, um, the ATO would go, what's half of that? $25,000. So what would it send to my investment vehicle? Huh. $25,000. Amazing. That's a little it bit of... encouraging yeah. Yeah. people who do not use an employment relationship... To reboot independent contractors yep. and do it directly to who haven't incorporated or haven't got an employment entity because of the PSI rules, yeah, it's yeah. actually saying, well, why wouldn't you? Now, yeah. It's going to be too late in the next 14 days for me to set up an arrangement now to change my contracts with the various people that I work for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of being in the name of Ken Mance or be in the name of Ken and Vicky Investments Proprietary Limited yeah, or whatever yeah. entity I set up. But as long as I get it done in the next 14 days, every dollar... That huh. I pay myself or get paid if I just put it straight through because of the PSI rules. I'm just going to pay it all out of salary. Yeah, yep. Every dollar that I get paid will have 30, 40 cents taken out of it huh. as POYGW. Yep. And every 40 cents that I get taken out, I get 20 cents back from the government. Well, gee, you'd think people would be setting up uh, entities uh, to take advantage, but. Uh which goes against the spirit of the uh, uh, coronavirus package, I suppose, but if the law is there... Yeah, well, it's, uh, this is why the, tr- the hole is so big. Mm. Like everyone has, on the first reading of it, mm. gone, how, how does this apply to my IT contractor who I've never set up in a company because they work for the one... They, you know, they work, they're an IT contractor, but they contract to Microsoft and they get their $200,000 a year from Microsoft as a... As a they have to invoice them... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? But I've said to them, don't worry about setting up as a company because it's not worth it because of the PSI rule. Yeah, exactly. Well, but now it might be. It, it is only because of this. And at the end of 30 June this year, you go, we're going to close it down and go back. Yeah. I don't want to have to charge you to do a company tax return. Or I don't want to pay the ASIC fee of 280 whatever it is, dollars. Exactly. And, you know, for just three months, people will incorporate and employ themselves. Huh. To make twenty five up to twenty five thousand dollars, it's not chicken feed. No way. It's not, yeah, yeah that's the that's the hole. That's gee. the problem. Oh, it's got taken my breath away. That uh, that that uh, <laughs> that predicament there. Um, look, um, that that's solidly interesting, Ken. I, I I didn't know how all that worked, but uh, that's amazing. Um, in the in the coronavirus package, there was also something about apprentices and trainees. I think there was a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. If, if you've got a if you've got a, if you're um, less than twenty full time employees and you've got an, a, an apprentice who's employed under the national apprenticeship thing, yeah. like they're a real apprentice, not just someone you say, you know, I'm a Jedi master and you're my apprentice. Kind right, of right. They're <laughs> a real apprentice. Yep. You can get fifty percent of their wages covered for nine months, up okay. to $21,000. And that goes from so, Jan- yeah. January this year to September this year? Yeah. Okay. So there's, a, there's, there's a good opportunity to get some of that money back on your apprentices yeah. up to twenty one k. But I'm sure that the people, if you're doing it through the National Apprentice Scheme, yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll be contacting you saying, the government wants to give you this money, um, and that's how, you, that's how you get it back yeah. through the... Yeah. 
it's not through the tax system. No, no, it's so through, our, through the apprenticeship our scheme. people will not be giving that advice. No, no. It's worth no. knowing. So it's worth knowing. One thing I was wondering about is that the ATO is committed to providing administrative relief of, in some form yep. or other. Do you know much more about that? Yeah, they've been pretty clear about what they will do, but the best part is after you read through what I'm about to tell you, it's an amazing list of things. Yeah. They then say, none of this will be automatically implemented. If you want any of these beautiful concessions we're about to give you, please contact us and prove to us why the coronavirus has made your life difficult. Right. So <laughs> it looks as though we're all going to have to make phone calls to the, the ATO compliance hotline, wherever yeah. it's called. It's got yeah, a little yeah. number you call. So the things they're offering is effectively four months deferral of any tax payments. Right. Any tax payments. So right. you can lodge your bazers tax returns, FBT, excise, and not have to pay anything for four months. If you want to get your input tax credits earlier and you're on quarterly, you can call them up and they'll let you for as long as you need to lodge on a monthly basis. So if the business goes, is going backwards and you're spending more than you're, uh, than you're selling, you can actually start getting your input tax credits early. Oh, good. Okay. Yep. They're going to allow you, you can call up and ask for permission to just vary your POYG instalments, blah, blah, come on, Ken, <laughs> this quarter and the next two quarters to zero. Also, oh, no, this quarter and the last two quarters. Right. Yeah, right, Ken. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, so you could actually, um, you may have already paid it, but if you haven't done the last two instalments, yep. you can, um, so you could say, you could call them up now and say, look, you know, COVID-19 is going to cause problems. I don't want to pay my POYG instalment coming up on April 28th. Yeah. So you can call them up. Um, they say they'll remit any penalties, uh, interest in penalties, so interest you can penalty. ask for them to do it. But, but after the four Whether, months, is it due after the four months, all in one go? Yeah. Well, oh. it says any, any interest and penalties incurred after 23 January 2020. Right. So you could call up now and say, look, I'm a running and balance account. I've been getting interest since. 23 January on that amount that I paid. Business is looking bad due to COVID-19. Yeah. Could you please remove all that interest? Okay. And finally, they say that, you know, they, they will look at lower interest um, payment plans. So if you're currently paying the, you know, uh, general interest charge or the shortfall interest charge, you can call them up and say, look, is there any way we can make it? Zero percent, one percent, two percent. But you're going to get all of these. Yeah, they sound great. Yep. Don't have to pay for four months. You can change your POYG W to uh, POYGI, your instalment to zero. But you do have to contact the ATO first, and I'm sure they're going to say, "So, how has this affected your business?" Yet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to... it hasn't yet, but it's going to. Looking, looking at the. So you get a little fair bit of homework to do, isn't it? A bit of paperwork to get to get these uh, administrative relief measures uh, yeah. happening. Hmm. If, if, if things are bad yeah. for a client, you can do it for a client. Yeah. But, um, well, we haven't seen how the ATO, what, what kind of information they want yet. No. It'd be interesting to see whether there's some simple form on the portal where you can just, you know, Apply all of these entities I'd like to defer payment for four months. Yeah, yeah. Or whether you do actually have to contact for every single... Um, yeah, depending on your client base, it could be a real pain or it could be a breeze. I, I don't know. It's, it seems... Uh, but, we, but again, four months, deferring payments for four months is just kicking a big can down the road. Uh, yeah. Four months, your client's going to be... They've got the cash now because 
I don't know, people are still spending right now. If they've right. got the cash now, maybe you wanted to pay their tax now rather than have to well, pay Well, that's what I was thinking. Rather wait four months to let it become a big lump of tax. Yeah. But anyway. Now, Ken, there was also a cash payment. Wasn't there some yep. handout? <laughs> there, it, would not be, it would not be a response to an economic crisis without a Kevin Rudd <laughs> send you cash. Yeah. You know? Sorry, I, I work for Chris Bowen. I'm not some... Um, I'm not some Liberal Party hack. No, no. Um, 750 bucks, not for everyone, only if you are already receiving some type of government benefit. So you're an yep. age pensioner, disability support pensioner, and all those kind of pensions, carer, parenting, wife, widow, B. Yep. Oz study, if you're getting Oz study, you'll get it again, New Start allowance. Oh, really? Oz study? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, the, the big one for our clients is going to be, you know, family tax benefits. So oh, yeah. If the household income is less than $150,000, they're probably getting some form of family tax benefit, if they've got kids, little kids. Um, So they will get $750. And for all your veterans, veteran gold card holders and people on veteran pensions and Commonwealth senior health cards holders. So a lot of people are going to get $750. You're just not going to get it if you haven't worked for the um, defence Uh, you're not old enough to get any of the things and you've held a job for a while and you don't have any little kids. Ah, right. So that'd that'd be me. But that's okay. That's all right. Anyway, I'd probably just buy some toilet paper. (laughs) If you can find it. Um, Yeah. All right, so this hasn't gone through Parliament yet. That's next week, you were saying. Um, Next week. They say they're going to do it in a T-bill, which means it will get debated and will get passed in a week. Yeah, I would be shocked if anyone voted against it, given... Well, What's going on? It would be a political death sentence yeah, yeah. for Anthony Albanese or even the Greens oh, yeah. to decide that they weren't going to support something, some action right now. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that that cash handout won't happen, of course, until after that happens. So maybe the end of March. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, it's a fair bit to get through, isn't it? And um, I'm glad I spoke to you, Ken, to sort of. But underline those holes in the uh, what's been announced, but maybe they'll fix those holes in the, when they discuss it next week. Who knows? Well, that's that's the interesting thing. I you know I probably shouldn't have, but I living in Canberra, I do know some people who work at the Treasury, and I have already said to them, "Thank you for the hole. It'll keep <laughs> accountants busy for, a, for the next few months." It helps the strategy for your clients exactly for what you were saying. Yes. It's amazing. All right, Ken, thank you very much again for your time and your, your expertise and your understanding of all this. I really appreciate it, and so I'm sure to our Tax Rat podcast listeners. Always a pleasure. All right, thanks. Talk to you next time. Thank you.